I've literally got two pads of paper. One with uh, one with all the you know my rankings for your songs, and then ones all of the explanations for mine. Mm. I feel I feel yeah, you're right. Very professional. I feel like I should be wearing a suit rather than a rather than a slightly dirty retro Man United top. The day I see you in a suit rather than a slightly dirty <laughs> retro Man United top <laughs> is the day we stop being friends. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of The Playlist Game with James, Henry and Lewis. This is the podcast where we each present a playlist of 10 songs chosen based on a shared title. So, uh, how are we all tonight, guys? I thought you were going to ask us individually. Uh, I mean, yeah, fine. How are you, James? <laughs> oh, I'm fine, actually. Thanks for asking. Yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, my oven broke. So, oh. we put some. we put like a, a nice dish in the oven. And, um, Did it have food in it as well? Oh well, yeah, the, yeah. The, it was a sort of is the gastronomical term dish <laughs> rather than the the, the uh, color the what's it called the kitchenware. I was uh, I was thinking that you term just dish. I my mind jumped towards just you stuck a dish in there just yeah that's what I thought as well. <laughs> <laughs> what like um oh what's his name David Gandhi? Who what? He's a bit of a dish, isn't he? Oh right, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. Anyway, it was a, so yeah, a we play put, on words. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we put some chicken in there, and it just sort of gently fanned the chicken for half an hour, <laughs> which was a bit of a shame. So I had to have a late tea, but oh, I'm no. here now. That was I'm good. ready to go. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Actually, what, what did you have for tea? So you had some well fanned chicken. Yeah, some slightly dried out chicken <laughs> with a bit of rice. Yeah. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything crazy. Oh, all right. Bit of roasted veg. Ooh. Uh, stuff like that. We put it on the barbecue, actually. Uh, oh, very good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Well, because obviously our oven broke. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you previously alluded to. <laughs> I'm glad you picked that up. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, that's what I love about your story, James. They always come full, they always come full <laughs> circle. Hey, it's, I'm making links. I'm making links. <laughs> and, uh, Lewis, how you doing? I'm fucking hot, Henry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I I'm hot. I tell you that for free. <laughs> it's... He's a, like he's, he's another dish, isn't he? one in my room right now. <laughs> dishy Rishi. Nah, but not Dishy Rishi. Dishy Lewis. <laughs> yeah, good one. I, I love that play on words you just did Dishy that. Lewis. I get it. That's not, that's not, not going to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, Lewis. Fair. Lewis Bell. Dishy Lewis. Oh, Dishy Lewis. <laughs> oh, Dishy Lewis. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, you can feel it. Okay, so what are you doing about the heat? Uh, nothing right now. I have to turn my fans mm. off for this recording. Mm. So I, I've got a little towel next to me that I'm just going to dab myself with periodically. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. My tea mm. tonight was uh, Nando's at home. I don't think I asked. Oh, nice. Mm. It's oh, just, well, it's nice to know. I don't care it? about your. I only care about James's tea. No, I see. My tea's <laughs> my, not interesting. My tea had an interesting story attached to it, to be fair. Yeah. Where's this story mm. about your tea, Lewis? Uh, so I was actually working on my playlist 20 minutes before we started working on this. Oh. Yes, uh, and while that was happening, my flatmate cooked me tea. That's oh, nice. That's lovely. We so, what did you have for tea, nice. Henry? What, pardon? What have I been? What did you have for tea? Yeah. Uh, I had like a mishmash of stuff. I had a bit Ooh. of couscous. From like, it's basically like I'm home alone at the moment because my parents are in Devon, um, and basically I just unloaded the fridge. So all the like loose little bits I just stuck on a plate and chowed down. Nice one. A bit of potato salad. Bit Lit- of whipped cream. Literally, yeah. I, I, well, I was, I was doing the research for this just 
before tea, and I brought up with a tub of potato salad. You know those ones you get from Lidl, quite uh, yeah, chunky things. Well. And mm. uh, I very nearly finished off the whole thing just because it's just so, so Moorish. It's a, <sighs> but I'm not. That's I can't stand. I, I, I think that might be worse than Lewis's brow towel. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's that's up disgusting. There. Mm. Mm. Okay, should we should we talk about music uh, rather than this? Yeah, okay. I'm going to dab first. <laughs> okay, take a dab. Yeah, take a dab. Lovely. Oh, yeah, on the other All round. over. <laughs> All right. Right, so this week's title is Cityscapes, which is selected by James. So uh, why did you choose this, James? Well, i got to say, there wasn't a lot of uh, complexity behind it. No? I saw Lewis's Nature playlist, and I thought... Well, I think, you know, it's got its own sound, but we can also create a sort of uh, similar kind of playlist, but exactly the opposite. So uh, I thought, yeah, a similar, but the opposite. <laughs> As they, you know, you know how it goes. Very so yeah, I thought that would be, I thought that would just be an interesting sort of slightly different take on a similar theme. Yeah, perfect. Fair enough, yeah, nice one. My first song is Circles Round the Moon by Nana Grizzle. This is from their 2008 album, Love It, Love It, and it's sort of condemns city life and essentially talks about how bad it is. It's a very short, very typical song of this artist, and even though it's got a bit of a negative message, it's nice and cheery and uh, lovely to sing along to, actually. Circles around the moon, it's this wise city lights feel so awful. I listened to this a lot when I was living in Birmingham, and I just thought, kind of miss the countryside, you know? So, you know, it talks about, essentially, just light pollution and how you can't really get away from it, because it's all a bit constant, so. Would you say that Birmingham is, was not a good place to live? Did you enjoy I, living in Well, Birmingham? I didn't enjoy it, but I'm not sure it was necessarily because of the city. Although, that said, I don't think I'd move there. No. I don't think the city is all that growing. Can you shed some any light on a nice part of Birmingham, if it exists? Uh, to live? I don't, yeah. Oh, or, oh, Birmingham's really weird because it essentially has one significant uh, shopping and and living area, like one significant shopping and, what's it called? Commercial area. Is that the and red? everywhere the, else. Not, not the red, the bull the, ring. The, the, the bull, bull ring, yeah. Essentially there and like the few miles around it, that's where all, everything is basically. Mm. So it's got the structure of a small city despite being a fairly large city. Yeah, so massive. all you've got going outwards is sprawling houses and, and if you're if you're out there it can feel fairly isolated. Mm. It has sort of a lot of the disadvantages of living in a more mm. isolated location, but all the disadvantages of a city. So mm. there you go. But anyway, enough about Birmingham. This is my second song. This is A Belle Boutet from the 2018 album. Oh la la, bon pronunciation, Mr. Mr. Frenchman. I sat down, I listened to how he pronounced it. I was like, Belle Boutet. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is by Louse the Cat, and this whole album is very appropriate for this play this title i think because it's essentially about a a, a cat that's 
struggling with uh, substance abuse problems and his, uh, his interactions with various people and places in the city. So it's a great album concept, if a little bizarre. <laughs> And what's the album called, James? Uh, it's called The Girl, The Cat and the Tree. From which year? <laughs> 2018. <laughs> like I've already said all like this. Was I, was I chatting shit about, uh, <laughs> yeah, about <laughs> Over the Top? <laughs> what? <laughs> the way you're saying I, I didn't hear you say that because I was chatting shit. Oh, like, no. The way, oh, you're, sorry, the way no, you're asking I, those I, questions like, And what year is it from then, James? Hmm? If you, if you know on. everything, clever clogs. Oh, you think you're, you're like cats? Yeah, well, you know tell me every James. cat. Yeah. <laughs> tell me every cat. I just think I'm a bit, I'm a bit defensive over this song, James. Cause, I just think, you know, it's mine. Oh, have yeah. you already put it on? No, I've not put it this on, but, no, but I, I feel ownership for your enjoyment of this song. Yeah, mm, he, did, he, did introduce, he did introduce yeah. us to Love's the Cat. I mean, what an album. Yeah, what an, what album, an album. album. It's interesting, I'm not surprised, but it's interesting you chose this song rather than something like Motor City from that album, which well, is much more about the city that he lives in. I... Basically, this um, this is my favorite my favorite song off that album. I think. Mm. I think it does it does serve as like a very good summary of the whole rest of the album, right? Mm. Like, I think all of the concepts the whole album explores are sort of all summed up quite nicely. And this is this is the last song in the album. Okay, this is my third song. This is "The Man of Metropolis Steals Our Hearts" by Sufjan Steven Stevens from his two thousand and five album Illinois. Uh, this is actually a much more dubious link to uh, to cityscapes. It's actually about Superman. So essentially, the the main uh, reference to cities is is the use of the word metropolis in the title. Although you know, Superman is a man of the metropolis. He is a uh, metropolitan man. Exactly. So this entire song is sort of an ode to Superman and. Uh, Apparently how he represents a sense of American idealism and imagination that has been slipping in recent years. I just think it's a nice song. I love the way it switches between that sort of quite aggressive guitar, guitar riff, and then really just falls back down to something really gentle and a uh, quite tender and then yeah jumps back up again and jumps between the two and it sort of it keeps you uh occupied just listening to it i do i do like sufjan steven's voice it's a very distinctive sound isn't it mm. very calming yes yeah i don't think you could do a very aggressive song if you try it no you'd you know struggle what I mean? well not not to downplay mm. his talent but yeah you're right oh, no no of course but his voice is just so like uh, Calming and and, mm. and subtle that it's uh, he'd struggle to to make a big noise. Yeah, properly pull off. This song is uh, Dusseldorf by Telemann from their 2016 album Brilliant Sanity. This again is not especially about Dusseldorf itself, but it does talk about it. And I thought it was a great song, and I really wanted to have the opportunity to play some Telemann for you guys. Although I know you're familiar. Don't you want Yeah, I just thought it fit very well in this place. I listen to this a lot while I'm driving, so in that way, it does remind me a lot of uh, urban environments. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad of uh, hearing this song. I, I do like this song, and I think you are you. Uh, it was very close between when Spotify suggested Teleman to me and you did. I think Teleman have like they're very creative and and 
a lot of the time what they do is very interesting, but it's also safe enough to be sort of comforting and comfortable to listen to. Sure, and yeah. listening through an album is just a very pleasant experience. Mm. So, this is my next song, obviously. This is Running Red Lights by The Avalanches. This features, interestingly, Rivers Kumo, the lead singer from Weezer, of all bands. Uh, which I found interesting, and like once I didn't know that, because I didn't know the name uh, off the top of my head, but once you know that, the vocals are actually very distinctive. So I think it's a nice thing to listen to. The light of my life is going out tonight in a pink champagne coffee. This is their first release in a long old time, well, a few years. Uh, it was released in 2020 as a single, and their last album was released in 2016. But the Avalanches are, of course, very acquainted with long hiatuses between their album releases. Yeah. So hopefully this is a sign that they've got some more, well, they have got some more stuff because they released some more singles uh, very recently as well. There is an album coming out later this year. Oh, there we go. Very exciting. Mm. Lucky us. Yeah, no, you're right, because I played an Avalanches song on Lockdown mm. Life. And that yeah. was from their first album back in 2000. It's either 2000 or 2001. And, it was um, 2000 in Australia and 2001 in the rest of the world. Good knowledge. Good knowledge. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Helping each other out. And, uh, yeah, they're really, they are really, they're, they are, they are, ex- they're an exciting duo, essentially, because they are, that first album is very, very, very good. I love that mm. first album. And the second one is, uh, it also, like, obviously, they're doing sort of similar things in terms of relying on a lot on sampling stuff. But it still feels fresh. So with that in mind, I actually was interested to know what you thought of this song, which is a lot more basic, pop appeal, much less, doesn't push as many boundaries at all. It's not particularly interesting, I'll give it that. Yeah. It's, it's pleasant enough, it's very dreamy, and I can hear myself just sort of floating away listening to it, but it's not engaging any of the senses, you know? Yeah. This next song is M5 by Sports Team. It's a 2019 single, so one of their earliest releases and I think it's just a lot of fun it is about the M5 the motorway in the UK running oh, up nice. the uh, running up through the through the West Midlands uh, and it's essentially about yeah there's there's not much meaning to it uh, much like a lot of sports teams songs it sort of ironically criticizes elements of especially UK culture and society But interestingly, I, found, I was reading today, and uh, they're not controversial as a band, but they have had some criticism because they talk a lot about, um, you know, they, they try to really relate themselves to the working class almost, in the same way that Fontaine's DC uh, do. And they talk about sort of, they, talk, they, they mention weather spoons and things like that. And they they sort of try to create this persona about themselves, but they actually have a very privileged uh, upbringing, and they all met at Cambridge while they were studying, and uh, yeah, like there's been I think actually Fontaine's DC called them out on that front. Oh wow! In that they were sort of then they were sort of not so quite almost, what they said. So it almost feels like a sort of synthetic backstory yeah. to try and shift record sales. 
there's anything oh, yeah, we not, hate, yeah. it's disingenuality. Yeah, that, that that is a great word. I think I think that's right. That we, yeah, that our uh, music about music one and music we don't listen to mm. was all about that kind of stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, and even yeah. if it's not to shift records, uh, it just sort of conjuring up that personality to try and make yourself relatable is a bit mm, bit sly. Yeah, it is. But as a band, uh, as a sound, I, I very much enjoy enjoy the band, and I really enjoy their new album. So uh, I'm interested to see what they come out with. Mm. So this song is Hobo's Lament by Larry and His Flask. This is from their 2012 EP uh, named Hobo's Lament. And I really like this song. It's sort of quite folky, but it's... Telling a, telling a story from the perspective of a hobo who gets kicked out of a home and, or of a, of a house and he's sort of looking through the windows longingly and he's sort of Aww. despairing that he's living in a, a dirty city and he's sort of living on the streets. This is great. This is, up, this is very much up my street. I'm enjoying this. Mm. Is very whimsical. I'm feeling whimsied. Yeah. It sounds whimsical, but it's also like quite. The lyrics are quite sort of dire. Mm. Uh-huh. So I quite like that about it. Yeah, I, I that's that's the thing that that I often warm to in songs, songs that can combine, um, yeah, almost either sad or troubling lyrics with a sort of upbeat tone and have that mm. sort of juxtaposition which works. Obviously, the Smiths are very good at doing that. Um, and uh, that is something that I like in my music. It gives it a bit of complexity. Okay, this is This Town by The Skints from their 2015 album FM. And what a song it is. It's also just such a cityscape sound again. It just, mm. you cannot help but think of, oh, like just a just a cracking night. Uh, it, yeah, it's a lot. It's about London and it's about growing up in London and living there. London. And yeah, I think it's a great song. I also didn't realize how unknown the skints were. Yeah. Because I feel like this song has such massive uh, popular appeal. Mm. I can imagine this being played in any sort of uh, slightly trendy area uh, to, to great reception. But yeah, apparently not. It's only got a few million listens on Spotify. I've got a song from a band similar, I won't re- reveal what it is yet, but a band similar to The Skins mm. coming up. And you're right, that, this kind of music, which is sort of reggae, dancehall, dub stuff, mm. um, just doesn't get massive listens. And I, I don't really know why, in the respect that everyone seems to enjoy it. There's not, no one... Yeah, because you hear it. You, you hear, hear it everywhere, everywhere don't you? Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's just because we go to really cool places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you go to places like... Oh, Lewis lives in Shoreditch, mm. so... Lewis yeah, I hear this everywhere. This. Yeah. Everywhere, mate. Okay, this song is Rio by Netsky. Netsky? Netsky. I think yeah. it's Netsky. It's Netsky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is featuring digital farm animals, and it's from their 2016 album, Three. This was supposedly, and perhaps not surprisingly, inspired by the Olympics. Uh, and it, it was very popular in Belgium, where it was released. <laughs> um, 
and also yeah you can you can imagine this being popular in belgium of course wherever she goes i go we roll we go flying over cities down to rio it's rio love that i feel oh, nothing else I think I read that it was actually started, it was actually made as promotional material for the Olympics in Belgium. Olympics in Belgium? So, as in the Olympics, the Olympics advert that was run in Belgium oh, by the Belgian, like, I don't know, Olympic team or coverage or whatever. Oh, okay. Cool. They used this song. So. This is a massive hit. Like, this, Big old boy, yeah. This was, uh, again, similar to this town, if you put this on at most parties, people are going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's one of those more uh, accessible drum and bass songs. Mm. Yeah, like I, I personally feel like it's drum and bass by the the loosest of terms of definitions. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely more accessible. It's kind of thing like uh, like a chase and status song almost of that kind yeah. of yeah that kind of ilk. I do find it very enjoyable. Yeah, I think I it's, it's a safe there. bet, isn't it? Yeah, I I'm surprised by how much I enjoy it. Whenever it comes on, it does mm. does cheer me up. This song is All of the Lights by Kanye West from his 2010 album My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think it, it's such a strong cityscape song. It really conjures up that image of an urban environment sort of driving through a city. I think it's I think it's fantastic, as well as being a fantastic song. It's a great driving song. It's got so much variety, and partly because of just the number of uh, contributing artists to this. There are 14 uh, artists doing background vocals in this song, including uh, Alicia Keys, uh, Drake, Fergie, Elton John, God. Rihanna, well obviously Rihanna, she's, she's pretty prominent in it, but if you listen to it sort of really in detail, you can, they really add this texture to the background vocals mm. and it's, it's such a great listen, it's really fantastic. Of course this album is you know, massively critically acclaimed for mm. years and years as being Kanye's sort of magnum opus a little bit. Mm. I think so. Yeah, there's, there's going to be no hot takes here by us. No, no, yeah, it is, it is a very good album. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just thought this was so appropriate for this playlist and I love this song. Mm. It's a proper anthem, isn't it? Like, this will be mm. listened to in however many years' time. Like, it still mm. sounds fresh. It's vibrant. That whole album, yeah, and the whole album will just be like, it's so, you know, pristinely made. I think it's going to be sticking around for a long time. Like, yeah. this sounds like Runaway or Blame Game or anything off that album. And it's just yeah. absolutely pristine. Mm. Mm. Okay, guys, that concludes my 10 songs for Cityscapes. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was really good, mate. It was I mean, brilliant. I know you did. It was, a, yeah. I had a lot of fun making it. And I'm, I'm glad I could see your reactions while yeah. I played it for you. Yeah. Nice job. Right, thank you for that, James. That was absolutely excellent, as always. Uh, next up is going to be Henry. Why don't you Never get us going, time. Henry? Oh, thanks, Lewis. Right, here we go. This is my first song. This is Down in the Tube Station at Midnight by The Jam from their 1978 album All Mod Cons. Uh, this song is about a guy basically being attacked while buying a train ticket in the underground. Um, and I thought it was a really good way to kick off the playlist about cityscapes uh, because it's got the sound of the London Railway at the beginning and uh, a little spells throughout. It's got an amazing, uh, iconic bass guitar riff that kicks it off, which is just so awesome. Um, and an energy that's just 
very of the time, but but and yet still timeless. People will still mm. come back to this. Obviously, the Jam are one of the great British punk rock bands of this era, where this is basically massively kicking off. Yeah, it's super cool. I'm really enjoying this. Sure, yeah, I haven't heard it before. I'm liking it a lot. I think Have you, you can... not. I, I, I'm surprised. I'd have thought this is, this is up your street, up both your streets. I'd have thought. Yeah, I think so, I have heard yeah. some stuff like the Jam, uh, but just not this one. Hmm, nice. Right. So my second song is uh, going to continue the trend of basically high energy. And I think I like to think that you will enjoy listening to it, and hopefully, oh. uh, Lewis hasn't Lewis hasn't picked it. Uh, this is Empire State of Mind by Jay Z, uh, featuring Alicia Keys from his 2009 album The Blueprint Three. Um, this is one of the best, like proper anthems of the noughties that will be listened to and will continue to be listened to. That feels almost nostalgic and yet still fresh. It's such a successful song. Yeah, so I I I, uh, I read on Wikipedia that it's like a orchestral rap ballad. I thought that's a really good way of putting it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like you know, a really great jam with a ridiculously great the chorus, which you, uh, at, when I'm speaking or listening to this at the time hasn't arrived. The chorus, but the chorus is so infectious. Mm. No one can not listen to the chorus without feeling a little bit uplifted and inspired. Um, and imagine yourself in Times Square, look. Belting out to the heavens. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a song. So while I almost universally vastly enjoy Jay Z songs, I really very rarely appreciate his contribution to them. Hmm. Uh, like I can't think of a Jay Z song that I like Jay Z in. I think that's a bit harsh. I, I just personally, I, like, there are very few. I you know I know quite a lot of Jay Z songs, and I, can't, so this, I like so, the songs generally. So in this. You're much preferring the Alicia Keys bit and this bit. Yeah, the... I feel like his rap style is, is, doesn't tickle me in any way. Hmm. Okay, so I thought I'd go literally completely the opposite in terms of another song about New York, but a completely different stance upon it. Um, this is New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down by uh, LCD Sound System, uh, which is the final track from their 2007 album, Sound of Silver. New York, I love you. But you're bringing me down. Uh, so it's a band we've had before. Lewis, you played the. I played the system, yeah. Um, yeah, you said, yeah. That was, I, this is a slight pandering because I know that it's something that you like. Um, I but I thought it's very, it's perfectly relevant. Um, and this, I think, is my favourite song from them, or certainly the one that I listen to the most. Um, and I just think it's uh, it's successful. It's a it's very personal. Um, and it's a low because it starts off pretty slow, but then gets gets going really marketedly by the end. Um, that to the extent that a five an over five minute song doesn't feel boring at any real stage. Um, this album, Sound of Silver, was named the best album of 2007 by various different publications like the Guardian, Uncut, and Drowned in Sound. Um, and yeah, I basically put it on because I wanted to try and get a quite a sort of uh, overarching and view of urban life and uh, cityscapes. Um, mm. And uh, so I wanted the, you know, the highs and the lows. And I like mm. to think, hopefully I've done that. Obviously the first one, uh, the jam song is about getting attacked. Um, uh, yeah. Then Empire State of Mind is all just about, it's just a, you know, 
uh, literally an anthem just all about how mm. amazing it is to be in new york and you know it's a it's it's a it's an ode to the city whereas yeah. this one takes the um yeah ba- the is singing of the sort of that uh that the city is actually starting to take its toll on someone's personal health um mm. so i like to hopefully i've covered enough bases so that uh i've got the good and the bad of cities mm. it's a strong song i'm gonna lie to you henry right my fourth song no, this is a good song i know is inner city <laughs> pressure by flight of the concords so flight of the concords obviously we have uh had before this is from the uh their 2008 self-titled album um, but basically it's from the TV show the album is all the songs from the show I've sort of put this on initially as a little bit of a joke but like all Flight of the Concord songs or, or at least certainly the vast majority they're funny but they're really listenable like they are good songs in their own right that you can listen to without needing the context of the show to to enjoy it Certainly. this song is so good and it's so funny it never fails to um, yeah rise a smile for me it's, it's basically a perfect Pet Shop Boys parody about coping in the city with very little money but for, the, for them to like because the, the, the songs they do are obviously parodies of other styles but they yeah. pretty much master each one they do mm. so that just, just takes so, so they, I, I imagine if they really wanted to be successful I think they they like and legitimately and unironically successful, they could probably make it. Mm. Um, now I can imagine some sort of farcical clause where, like, they're only able to write jokey songs. Like, they have yeah. no way of being able to write anything serious. Yeah, I mean, I will keep listening to them for until the day I die. I love like the Concords. Right. So this is my fifth song. Change of pace. I've gone for Johannesburg by Africa Express, and also features loads of other people as well. Uh, this is from their 2019 album Egoli, I think is how it's pronounced. It's all in caps. Um, so this uh, Africa Express is a collective music project formed in 2006, uh, featuring loads of quite big artists. I'm going to rattle through them. So this is including these: there's Damon Albarn, uh, Martha Wainwright, Fatboy Slim. Uh, uh, too many Diabate, Basaku Kuyate, and Amadou and Mariam. So it's a fusion of sort of African artists and the ones from the West. Three of those artists that I just mentioned, we've actually already had on this on this podcast at some point, um, and uh, I just thought this is an abs- this is a, this was suggested by Spotify. Uh, yeah, basically when it came out, I think it's a real bop. Um, it's a proper, it's a proper fusion of styles. It's very much world music, and it really works. You're always drawn in by a fusion of styles as well, yeah, aren't you? That's right, exactly. I mean, it is very effective in this case. Yeah, yeah certainly. I just find that interesting. And Damon Album just pops up in all sorts of stuff. He's such a talented, uh, and I think still underappreciated figure in music for thirty or odd years now. Like well, certainly because he was sort of seen as a bit of a you know, untalented, jokey, pretty boy in the 90s or the early 90s when he started mm. out with Blur. Yeah. So this is my sixth song. This is Amsterdam uh, by Mungo's Hi-Fi and Eva Lazarus uh, from their collaboration uh, 2019 album More Fire. 
and it's like F Y A H. So you have to say fire. Uh, fire. Fire. Yeah, I like that. This is, I just think this is a really great reggae dance hall jam mm. uh, about escaping to Amsterdam to find yourself, essentially, after a, after a breakup. Um, I was shocked to find out that Mungo's Hi-Fi are actually a band from Glasgow, which I think is pretty cool and pretty unexpected. Oh, cool. They've not got a sound that, mm. that would remind you necessarily of that. And this is their most popular song from that album by a, by a bit of a distance. Um, and I think that's with good reason. Have either of you ever been to Amsterdam? I've not. I've I've been to Amsterdam. Yeah. What do you think? It's very pleasant. Nice, nice time. Mm. Have you been to Amsterdam? No, I haven't. No, I and it's oh, really? very much the place that I would expect. I should have got. I've never been uh, to Holland. My Isn't dear. it supposed to be the Netherlands? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's like, people people well, will know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but the pedants among us oh, will yeah. uh, call you out tonight, as they have done just now. Mm. We just lost the entire nation of the Netherlands there. Yeah. <laughs> right, so keeping with the sort of reggae theme, my seventh mm. song is, which I'm sure is familiar to you, is Welcome to Jamrock by Damien Marley from his 2005 mega album, Welcome to Jamrock. Uh, Damien is, uh, is obviously the only son of Bob Marley, and uh, Cindy Breakspear, who was Miss World in 1976. So Bob Marley has, he obviously has uh, quite a few children. <laughs> Damien Marley is probably, well, is, is the most successful in terms of finding uh, footing in the music industry. Although Ziggy Marley obviously has his moments as well, to be fair. Um, notably with uh, the soundtrack, or the, sorry, the theme tune for Arthur CBBC show, which is... Ziggy Marley? Yeah, I think so. Wow. That's bizarre. I don't know why someone would lie about that. This song is basically all about... Um, it's his most successful song, I think. Um, it's all about the poverty, it's poverty in Jamaica's cities, essentially, and uh, Damien Marley's recognition that often... Jamaica, largely because of the music and the culture and the you know the flag and um, that it often gets billed as this ha- haven utopia and sometimes it the, actually the reality is often not that often it struggles with poverty and and crime and issues like that so he wanted to do a he wanted to basically stress that in a in a in a song that's also just a really good a really good uh, a really good song basically this gets played everywhere. At parties, mm. um, and will continue to because it's it's awesome, right? I thought this is one that was Ooh, yeah. massively appropriate. Um, came to me uh, as I'd already finished my playlist. I was like, oh, this has got to, this has got to go in. This has to like, I is one that I thought you, one of you might have because again, it's just so appropriate. But it just needs mm. to be on here. This is Ghost Town by the Specials, uh, 1981 single. It's actually their final single that they ever they ever released um, before they broke up. Um, This song had to be in there. It perfectly captured a time in British life um, and yet it's timeless as well. This gets played still all the time, everywhere. And any kind of stock video of urban decay and deindustrialization, this song will be playing. It's... uh, perfect for that it addresses yeah as i said 
urban decay, deindustrialization, uh, rising unemployment under the first early years of uh, Thatcher. Um, and was essentially, the, the timing of this was really good in that, or uh, helpful for the song's success anyway, because mm. it came out in the summer of 1981 during the same time where quite a few riots broke out across a lot of uh, British cities, or a lot of English cities. So we had a riot, there was a riot in Brixton, in Toxteth, in Liverpool, and in Hansworth, in, uh, in Birmingham. And this song is all about that. Um, some people have like, criticised the song for maybe, sp- like, sparking the flames for it but that's ridiculous and also they, they the specials spoke about it and said that actually the song was written a year before it's just mm. weird timing that it, it happened in such a way um right but even without the context it's such a great song mm. just such an it's such a spooky song yeah that's right it really jingles my bones so this is my penultimate song this is these streets by paolo nutini from his 2007 album of the same name, uh, his debut album, which he released when he was 18, which is just staggering. Um, That's pretty good. Guy. And an album that is still listened to now and uh, was really, uh, yeah, every, like everyone recognizes. He's got you know great hits like New Shoes and whatnot that's still played in, mm. still played now everywhere. These streets have too many names for me. I'm so this is basically, you know, Palantini is from Paisley in Scotland, and this song is essentially about moving to a city and being left in uh, in awe and confusion uh, due to the sort of hectic bustle of life that you obviously don't get when you're living in, in the country. Mm. Mm. Right, and then I've got my oh. final song. So this is yeah. Nante, or Nantes, in terms of if you Nantes. want to, Nantes, the French. I should really know that. <laughs> I spent <laughs> five months of my life there. Um, uh, well, not in Nantes, but in France. Uh, this is Nantes by Beirut uh, from, this is actually another 2007 album. Obviously, 2007 has got quite a bit of uh, airtime with LCD Sound System, Panutini yeah. and Beirut. Uh, this is from their album, The Flying Club Cup. Their second album, and it will come no, no surprise to you, but like it's heavily French uh, sounds. Basically, it's very much inspired by um, by sort of French music style, um, which is very evident in this song in particular. I absolutely adore Beirut. Yeah. I think it's just an incredible listening experience. Yeah. It's just lovely. It really conjures up this such strong atmosphere and such strong emotion. They're awesome. I, I love listening to the album. Can't say I really know them honestly. They're oh, they're mm. absolutely one of my um, I think they're my favourite band, like as a my favourite artist is obviously um, for John Missy, but I think my favourite band is Beirut. Um, I'll often listen to a Beirut song and I'll get to the end and I'm like, why do I why do I listen to almost why do I listen to any other music? <laughs> like, well, nothing can quite do yeah. what Beirut does mm. to to my to my well being. All right, that was lovely, Henry. Thank you very much. That was fantastic. Yeah. Really good playlist. All right, thank you very much for that, Henry. Uh, I love the variety in there, and a lot of a lot of artists that uh, I'm really familiar with. I'm very excited to give some awards oh. to that one, as you bloody well know I'm going to. Yay. But anyway, we have Lewis coming up with our final playlist of the evening. So why don't you take us away, Lewis? I certainly will. I want to preface <laughs> this with uh, 
a little acknowledgement. This place is not going to win any awards because of our corrupt system <laughs> that doesn't value <laughs> playlist composition as a whole, but only individual songs, okay? Oh. I want to preface this by saying this is a concept playlist. Ooh. Another one of my famous concept playlists that you say your you play, enjoy your so much. Playlist. They've pulled. They've been pulled off in the past. Though. They have. But there's no award for best yeah. playlist, so it doesn't matter. Maybe there should be. Yeah, it should be. Anyway, uh, so this is a concept playlist. I wanted to create an, in- an incredibly specific mood, time, place with this pl- playlist, and that is we've alluded to it already on this podcast. I want you to be nighttime in your car, city, bright streetlights above you, cruising down the highway, window a little bit open. I'm there. You feel the cool air across your face. Okay. The Love polluted a bit dark. You're, 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 you're feeling a bit yeah. cool. You're alone in the car. Oh, okay. You've sort of got this hand on the steering wheel. You're like, yeah. You know? Right. That's Where what I, I want. Do I, yeah. So none of the songs cool. I'm having here actually have any reference directly to cities in them at all. Oh. It's all about the atmosphere oh. they create. Okay. You won't be getting the most appropriate. No. Certainly not. <laughs> and it's a corrupt system what that we're fool. in. Okay. Let's open it up. And this song is an intro. It's called Intro. This is Intro by the XX. their 2009 album XX and I can... see exactly what you mean yeah, yeah this is yeah. it this literally, whole literally exa- this. that's exactly what I was going to say this is literally <laughs> it like <laughs> yeah well done yeah fair enough I, yeah, I didn't I'm say anything more I've said it all already you know <laughs> <laughs> you just need to hear this bit of the song like this intro to the this intro to the intro to know Oh, it does. It does so strongly conjure up that it image. Does. You're so right. It's incredible. It's, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant song. I literally, I don't, mm. I think this is the XX's best song, which is incredible because it's one minute 30. You know, it's like hardly anything, yeah. but I think certainly it's the their most, best song by certainly far. Certainly the most famous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That is kind of a bummer to have this as your most famous song. <laughs> it's their best song. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it is. Song number two is Nangs by Tame Impala from the my favourite album of all time, Currents from 2015. Mm. This is the second song on that album, so it's the second song on my playlist. Oh god, it's beautiful. And it just has that swirling, crazy synthesizers. It's amazing. Yeah. You have you have made another perfect choice, I will say. Thank you. I don't- you did yeah. say earlier that you were picking songs um, that you were just like, nah, I'm, I, you know, I'm picking my songs. No matter, I'm no matter indulging who, myself in yeah, this one. No I ma- am. No matter who. Like, this is actually like looking through the songs here. This is actually a playlist that I will listen to, like driving through a city at night time, like rather oh, than trying to make again. one that people are like for it. You know, I want one that mm. I'm, I would like. Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying it as well. Yeah. So. Good. I, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. you do enjoy it. That's what the, it's, yeah, it'd be preferable <laughs> if you did. But uh, yeah. The, yeah, another great choice. This is this really conjures up an image, as I've already said many times this evening. It is nice. It is nice just to sometimes think, you know, cast everything aside, and you're just like, no, I'm going to put one of my favourite artists on, mm. and you get, you know, you get quite. I certainly get quite giddy when I'm like, I've, yeah. I've, I've mm. s- you know, it's like if, when if I ever play Far John Misty, it feels pretty special, or or mm. Alt J or Beirut. Also, when you're talking about it, it just flows. Yeah. You have so much to say yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's, lovely. That's right. Yeah. So that song's so short, I don't really have time to say much about it, you know? I could have <laughs> spilled forever about Tony and Parler, but I didn't. Okay, song number three. You know, we've moved quite quickly already. There are some longer ones, you need to bounce it out later. 
This song is called Night Call. It's by a band, uh, an artist called Kavinsky. So this song uh, was released in 2010 as a single by French DJ Kavinsky. Weirdly, Kavinsky is like a character this guy plays. Like, he has a whole backstory about how he was a DJ from 1986 who died and was resurrected as a zombie in modern day to make electronic music. And that's like, what he like embodies that character. Uh, and this song was very famously used in the film Drive from 2011 with uh, Ryan Gosling. It's the main theme from that. And a lot of Kavinsky's music was used throughout that, that, uh, that film. Mm. I think that film itself really holds that city driving nighttime yeah. handle the steering wheel kind of vibe about mm. it as well if i really wanted to channel so it all works it's all together you know yeah very appropriate i love i love most appropriate uh maybe not but <laughs> 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 i love i love artists that that do that and and uh and create some kind of character as their performance you know bowie's obviously a master at it father john misty mm. literally that's that's his whole thing as well i love that they yeah you sort of create your and probably have fun with that, and it adds yeah. to the music that, that context surrounding it. Where it's not, you know, it's certainly anything but shallow. Where you're, you know, just getting your name out there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something that was the word you used earlier, disingenuous or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very much something that we and what we like in music can get behind. Um, certainly so although I know that for example uh, Laos the Cat who you also mentioned earlier oh, yeah, obviously yeah. a very mm. very strong character yeah of course yeah, to the point where like yeah. you can't even find any information about the actual guy yeah. who is behind no. Laos the oh, Cat oh he's very elusive yeah, yeah. he's just Laos the Cat but like he said in you know in interviews that it allows him to be more honest the fact that he's yeah. not being himself it means that he can be more genuine about what he actually mm. feels because he feels yeah. like he's not saying it it's Laos the Cat saying it it's just you know it's all about the music and it? it's all about the art and the whole package that you're putting together yeah um and that can't be a bad thing. So song number four is another indulgence of mine. Uh, this is Falling For You by the 1975. This is from their 2013 album, 1975, their first one. And I think this is a beautiful, dreamy, atmospheric piece. It's by no means one of the big singles from that album. And at the time, it wasn't really... It was a little bit looked over, but now it's one of the fan favourites. They play it basically at every gig they do these days. And I think it's much more like the later stuff that they're producing now than any of that sort of more poppy stuff they did in that first album. Yeah, it has lots of critical review about being a, a nice revival of like ambient music in, you know, at that sort of time and about being that uh, bringing that into a, into a wider spotlight. Hmm. Uh, and Matt Healy of 1975 uh, you know, has spoken at length before about how Brian Eno, who is obviously a you know, yeah. famed, famed ambient music producer mm -hmm. of uh, Roxy Music fame, is one of his biggest influences in, in music and always has been. And I think you can sort of see it somewhat in the song like this. Yeah, you definitely can. So this is Bias by Floating Points. It's my fifth song. This is from his 2019 album, Crush. I think Henry, I, I'm really curious to hear what you think of this particularly. I think you would really like this, or maybe you really hate it. I can't really work it out. I, I like it. This, I like it so far. It's eerie. So generally, floating points is uh, so basically it's the it's the alias of uh, UK producer Sam Shepard, 
who has been producing for since at least 2015 uh, under the name Floating Points and for a while before that under different monikers. Uh, he has a PhD in neuroscience, weirdly, uh, but now makes techno music, basically. And he's sort of known for his ambient, weird, very experimental version of techno where he has this massive, ridiculous, modular synthesizer set up and he sits there and tinkers at it for hours and hours until he gets these incredible sounds. Uh, I'm a big fan of Floating Points. This it's album almost, particularly. It's almost not appropriate for this format because you want to it just makes you want to listen to it yeah. and sit and listen to it and hear every little yeah, and every little yeah. uh, little deviation that's going it on. It just sort of grabs you and it's like, Alright, sit here and wait to see what I've got next. Mm. Alright, song number six is uh called John Cage. It's from Ross from Friends and it's a single release in twenty eighteen. And on a similar sort of wavelengths to, to floating points before, um, Ross from Friends is a another UK electronic musical artist whose real name is Felix uh, Weatherman, and he fuses elements of lo-fi, house, techno, and bedroom pop, especially in this song. It's named after John Cage, who is the uh, obviously historically experimental composer, American composer from the 1960s, who is someone that I really appreciate as well, and Ross from Friends has said in the past that he's like a very big inspiration to him. This song I hadn't actually heard from Russ from Friends until I was researching for this one, which is cool. Uh, it's nice to find a new song from an artist you like. Uh, like I was going to choose one of the more popular songs that I know, um, but I thought actually this one works hmm. pretty nicely. Hmm. How did you research for this in the respect that it's all based on songs that... They, a lot of the time I was uh, just thinking, you know, for my one, you know, you just put in city names into... I'd you know, type that into my big playlist and see what comes out and be like, oh, yeah, that was a good one, that was appropriate. Sure. Um, but this one is obviously... you're just It's a concept about just songs that you can drive down. Yeah, it's, city uh, it, it is just me thinking. Like, there's no there's no yeah. researching and such. Like, I, in terms of mm. I said researching for this song, I thought, oh, yeah, like, Ross, Ross from Friends would fit this would vibe fit it, well. Yeah. Search Ross from Friends and just, like, pick a song. Nice. I will probably Very listen nice. to this playlist... I will make it my aim to listen to this playlist if I'm ever driving through a city in the near future. Mm. Mm. So, like, the, no, the, exactly. the the experience of mine that I was basing this whole playlist off was this one night I... Uh, I actually went to see the 1975 by myself in San Francisco uh, when I used to live in California. Uh, and I drove up into, into San Francisco, like, an hour and a half drive from where I used to live. You know, along the highways, which was cool, and all. it was like the sun was setting, it was beautiful. But then driving back out of the city afterwards, like, I was mm. just cruising through San Francisco, dark, listening to like these kind of music, this kind of music, and it was so good. And like, you know, nice. like through the down the highway coming out of San Francisco, and looking like over the bay to my like the sea to my right, and then this this twinkling of the city on my left, and it was just mm. yeah, lovely. What a moment! All right, song number seven is Liverpool Street in the Rain by Morgrab. from his 2018 album, How the Dogs Chill, Volume 1. Uh, Morgrab is a another British techno producer whose real name is something I don't know. Oh, great. <laughs> I was right. banking right. on it being on his, on his Spotify page, and I just opened it up on my iPad, <laughs> and it just says, his, just, his bio is, positive energy forever, positive energy together. Oh, I hate those. What's that? 
I hate that. It's a nice message. Yeah, but I hate, the ones I hate where, you. Yeah, the ones where it's not a bio and it's yeah. just some, like, some mm. shit. I'm like, oh, I don't know like about you. That's why I'm here. I'm here to research. Not to not to get life advice. I don't want positive vibes. I want facts. But yeah, Morgrab is a very famous uh, techno producer in the UK at the moment. He's very hot. He's playing a lot of the big gigs at Lakota in Bristol and and whatnot. Not currently, I guess. He's not not right now. Not no. right now. But he has been recently. I like the song a lot by him. Uh, it's very ambient techno. Very much more of a danceable song. Yeah, you know, this is doubly relevant. Not only because uh, is it you know atmospheric and fits the vibe of of my playlist. Also, Liverpool Street is obviously the the station just down the road from me, about mm. a ten minute walk away. Oh. And I have sorry, where do you live again? Shoreditch, mate. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Shoreditch. Shoreditch. It's yeah, near Liverpool cool. Street, but north actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I um, I have in fact walked through Liverpool Street in the rain listening to this song. Ooh, I thought, oh, really? pretty damn cool doing it. This is a uh, glue by Bicep. a single released in 2017 and it's probably it's probably the most famous song I'm gonna say along it with maybe very distinctive isn't it along with maybe uh, the Opal remake by Fortet hmm. uh, but it's actually it's a fantastic song and, and Bicep is such a fantastic act uh, yeah although you do get shat on for liking them at the moment because they're so popular now yeah but I do really like Bicep, and this is a really, really good song by them. I say, no shame. No, no shame at all. I, I feel no. no shame. All right, well, Bicep are a duo from Belfast in Northern Belfast. Ireland. They are, but they oh, are based one. in London. Okay. Uh, also city. Composed of Matt McBriar and Andy Ferguson. And if found on Spotify, they've become two of the most trusted creators of electronic music in the past decade. I certainly I, trust them. I trust them a lot, I you know? trust them. I trust them a lot. Apparently, their live show is just like one of the best live shows you can go to in the world. Like mm. everyone heralds it as being absolutely incredible. Oh really? But that may be, you know, largely given to the massive drug use. That yeah, they're probably just high off, high off their nut. Yeah. Not going to know what that means, of course. Oh no, no. Off no. their noggin. Okay, song number nine. We're bringing it back down a little bit now. This is "Nights" by Frank Ocean. And this is another one that I didn't really know this song before I put it on. Uh, I liked Frank Ocean. I thought a Frank Ocean song would go nicely here. And this one, I listened to three of them, this out from this album, and I thought, yeah, this is pretty good. So this album's from his 2016 album, Blonde, which is, you know, again, a massive, massive album in that kind of genre of melodic, sort of R&B-ish hip-hop. I don't even call it going far saying R&B, but you know, that kind of new age hip-hop mm. that he sort of very much started uh, along with his good friend, Tyler the Creator. Uh, the two of them were originally in a band together called Odd Future back in, you know, the mid-noughties. Uh, like, well, mainly later than that, maybe like late noughties. Uh, they were in like a rap collective along with loads of other artists like Earl Sweatshirt. And yeah, they were, they were known for being kind of badass a little bit, but then they split up a bit, and now Frank Ocean has a successful album. A successful career, I should say. Mm, huge career. Mm, huge yeah. career, and it's very heralded. He only has two albums, despite his massive, massive success. Uh, and it's you know he's supposed to be returning very soon with a new one, and it's very, very anticipated. That's quite exciting, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't massively listen to Frank no, Ocean. No, I also but don't. I, I, like, I don't dislike it when it's on. Yeah. So I think a new album would be really fast, fascinating to listen sure, to. Sure, really. certainly. Number 10 is uh, Midnight City by M83 from his 2011 album Hurry Up We're Dreaming, which is just a fantastic album with a fantastic song. And it just like brings you back up at the end. You know, you're pulling into the driveway at this point. You're getting close to your, to your destination. And this song just paints so perfectly the picture of that of that city, of that driving at night time, but also of that sort of elation of of life, you know. Yeah. So is it what what is the show that's this is made in Chelsea. Yeah, because that's why part of the reason why this is so well known, isn't it? For that. Mm. Um, well, so I've never watched the main. No, I, I, yeah, I didn't know it was involved in the. In yeah, that. no, that's a huge reason why this got got like. Wh- when did this come out? Did you say? Twenty eleven. Yeah, so this is huge, isn't it? It's just everywhere mm. and continue to be everywhere. This is far and away their biggest hit. Yeah, as well, isn't yeah, it? yeah. And of course, as I was saying, it is. I think it's pretty, pretty. Uh, appropriate say, for, the, for yeah. the title. Yeah. Midnight City. It's about a city at midnight, yeah. which is when my players is set. Driving through that city, <laughs> man. Come on, you can't. You can't not. Yeah, but it's not called. It's not called Cityscapes of Midnight, is it? No. That's well, that would be a bad name. That's why. Midnight City is a much better yeah, it would name. Be terrible. Can you imagine? And it had to be exactly minute midnight. That one minute yeah. of time. That would be a very okay, very niche player. Is it more appropriate than Empire State of Mind or? Ooh. Inner city pressure, or that's the question you have to ask yourself, Henry. Or, or ghost town. Maybe it was ghost I... cityscape. Then that would help it out. <laughs> Midnight ghost sk- cityscape town. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks everyone. They were really uh, good playlists and enough variety there to I, to, I think uh, keep listeners happy. So this is going to be the moment where we pick our awards. So as always, they are our favourite familiar song, so a song that we've heard before today, our favourite new song, a song that we haven't heard before today, our least favourite song out of the songs that uh, the other two people picked, and then uh, the most appropriate song for the title, which is, of course, Cityscapes. So seeing as, James, you went first, we will go for your awards uh, first. Okay, brilliant. So, oh man, these two players are incredible. I I cannot wait to listen to them just in my day-to-day life. Next time in a city, I'll put these on, for sure. Uh, So I'll start with my favourite familiar song, and that was actually the easiest one. Uh, That was the Beirut song. Uh, How do you pronounce it? Nantes. Nantes. Nantes, yeah. Yeah, so I only practised the pronunciation of the Louse the Cat song. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, that was my favourite familiar by far. I love Beirut and I love I love their sound and basically anything they anything they do. Yeah, that's my favourite. Uh, my favourite new song. I mean, Lewis's playlist was was pretty incredible, uh, and I think the the song Bias was my favourite one. Yeah, that was good. By quite a long way, just because of the way that that uh, it it gripped me and like it made me want to just not talk and just listen and see where it took me and. And then it took me to a, a great place. So it was a really strong song all throughout. And then and just building up to that drop was incredible. Really well done. Amazing. Yeah, amazing song. Uh, interestingly, my least favourite 
was also on Lewis's playlist. It was Liverpool Street in the Rain, which, for whatever reason, just didn't quite grab me as much as other, in fact, very similar songs on that playlist. Mm. For some reason, that just that just didn't do it for me yeah, I, in I, quite the yeah, same way. I also thought that was one of the weak ones, but I couldn't tell you really why. Mm. Can't really place my finger no. on it, especially when it's so in keeping with the rest of the theme. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, I think, fair enough, yeah, fair. sadly, it was my least favourite. Uh, and Henry, you're not going to like this, but... No. I think the most appropriate was... Don't. Midnight City. Yeah! Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, and especially when it was pl- where it was placed on Lewis's playlist, I, it almost felt like the whole playlist was building up to that song, and, and it was just so, yeah, perfect, I think. And I think it was, yeah, incredibly appropriate. So, sorry about that. Sorry, Jay-Z. Am uh, I not allowed but... to turn... So I can't persuade you all... Shall I remind you of all of my other songs? No? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think... Oh, I excuse me, Judge. The... I'd like to present all of my other songs yeah. <laughs> to the court. I think... Yeah, I mean, I, it might. It may have just been the placement of Midnight Assassin. I think... But, uh, and the, it did maybe it it's me. just the fact that it was the last song that we heard. So maybe you've, you've mm. forgotten my... Oh, oh, stop making your excuses. <laughs> I looked over your songs. So, those are my awards. Very sorry about that, Henry. But As, uh, well, I mean, this is a game, and, uh, you know, any opportunity yeah. to be Play even to a little bit competitive, mm. I'm going to I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> right, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to do my awards then. So, my favourite familiar... Uh, there's a lot of uh, songs that... Um, I really love that I have heard before. I really like the skint song that you played, James. Um, that mm. I like. I enjoy that. I like. I enjoyed uh, a bit of Teleman as well. Was good. Um, intro by the XX is obviously fantastic, um, and Nang's obviously from Tame Impala was great. But I think I will give it to Midnight City. Um, that is a deceptively mm. good, because it's such a it, you know it, it got so big, but it's there's a reason why. It got so mm. big. It's genuinely mm. fantastic, and it's got such an energy to it. And yeah, that's so only. Are you sure it's not because it's the last song oh, we heard? <laughs> maybe that is. Maybe um, yeah. Maybe that's all <laughs> it comes down to. Um, but I really enjoyed that. I mean, I it, it was between that or all of the lights by Kanye West. But I think I listened to Midnight mm. City more. Fair. But it it's not. There's not a lot in it. And then. My favourite new song, I'm going to give to Hobo's Lament by Larry and His Flat. Mm. I'm going to give it to that. That was that was up my up my street. Um, I will definitely be listening to that again. Whereas I got to be in a certain mood, I think more so to listen to the kind of music that you were putting forward, the the electronic techno stuff. Um, mm. I think in that setting that you're describing, that's perfect. But I don't often listen to it on a day to day basis. Whereas Hobo's Lament, sure. mm. I do. Um, so yeah. I will listen to that again. I like the album art as well. The album art was really cool. Um, mm. uh, my least favorite. It's really tough. I, there's literally not a single one which I didn't like. But I'm mm. just gonna have to go for one which I can't really remember. Essentially, one that was basic. And and mm. this this is pretty damning in the respect that my favorite familiar was the last song we heard and my least favorite song is going to be the first song we heard <laughs> so it literally is suiting that stereotype that all i'm doing i've got a very short memory um uh, so i'm going to go for circles around the room 
Uh, James is your first song. There's circles around the moon. Oh, actually. And the, oh, the moon. Oh, why did I put, I put room? That, that's how much oh, you didn't remember. I, literally, yeah, I didn't even know the title. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, it was a, yeah, it was less than two minutes of generic pop punk. Yeah, and I, I, pop punk is something so, that I or that, folk, folk. No, it's folk punk. Yeah, it's something yeah. that is a genre that you two enjoy mm. more than me. Mm. Um, mm. So it's fine. You know, you can have your fun, but I, that's just you know, <laughs> yeah. I will manage the fun, and I will whenever it's oh, whenever yeah. it's put on too much. I will make sure that it gets my least favourite nod. You'll stamp it down. Yeah, no, I'll yeah. just stamp it. Just, you know, it gets enough. Oh, just mild pressing. Yeah, I think so. Just, yeah. Um, and then my most... I mean, I can't pick my my own music, otherwise I'd pick one of my songs for the most appropriate. Um, but I will go for All of the Lights by Kanye West. I thought, when you were mm. speaking about about very much paints a picture of... Uh, under the city lights, essentially, um, and the mm. big brash energy of a and vibrancy of a city, um, perfect. That was that was and and again placement right at the end of your playlist was uh, really worked. So mm. most appropriate, I will give to all of the lights by Kanye West. Brilliant, thank you. Lovely, lovely. Lewis, you wanna go on go on with yours? Sure. Uh, my favorite familiar. You're gonna be hard pressed to find something that I'm not gonna pick over Louse the Cat. So I'm going to give it to mm. uh, It's such a good song. I love that so much. So favorite well deserved, to be honest, uh, yeah. it was. The, I was debating it was between that or Inner City Pressure from Flight of the Concords, but I think I just took it. It's such a <laughs> very good, different vibes as well. Very different vibes, but equally good songs, <laughs> I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, I'll give my favorite newcomer to the Beirut song, Nantes. Oh, good. Uh, mm. I really enjoyed that. I don't really know Beirut very well, and I think they'll check it out definitely afterwards. Really good. Um, then my least favorite song, very similar to Henry, I'm gonna give to Circles Around the Moon. Uh, mm. I, yeah, I don't remember. I, it's the same reason actually. I don't remember it. So, um, yeah, that's fair. It was, it was a long time ago. I heard like thirty <laughs> songs since then. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I gave it like a six, which is again a pretty yeah, good I, score, I, right? I also gave it a six. Yeah, yeah. But it's so it was a good one. score, yeah, but like it's the one that I I couldn't like pick it out in my head. Yeah, it's like anything about mm. it besides the name. Uh, and then I'm going to give most appropriate, pretty easy choice for me. It's going to be All of the Lights because Henry didn't submit it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get... Wow. Oh, God. I don't get... But no, but also All of the Lights is, is, is a fantastic song. I love it very much and it is very appropriate. Surely I get a sympathy. Like, you know, like that means that all of Yours us... Yours was very good. All of us would have got, got a pick for the most appropriate. If if you would pick me, Lewis. Well, except you. Yeah, but if you... Yeah. It, oh, stop, stop trying to appeal the decision. Yeah, you know, stop throwing your toys at your pram, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you get what you're given, his, all right. history will not look back fondly on these decisions by you two. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're prepared to live and die by these. Scholars of the future are going to come back and like, I can't believe Henry, James and Lewis so. didn't vote. <laughs> yeah. Didn't vote new. Uh, the, Empire State of Mind is the most appropriate yeah, song. J- Jay-Z. This was ri- widely regarded as the reason for the Third World War. <laughs> 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 this is the, it's the Archduke Franz Ferdinand of, uh, <laughs> of the 21st century. I just think, you know, really, you, um, you, you two, you know, you pretend to know a lot about music, but clearly... Clearly, there's some, some uh, heartbreaking, some, isn't it? Yeah, some weird. All right, should we wrap up? <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for those 
wonderful playlists once again. Thank you to the listeners for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, we are on three social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at The Playlist Game on all three, conveniently. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want your thoughts, feedback, song suggestions, playlist titles, basically anything. If you just if you just want to get in contact with us, that'd be great. This has been The Playlist Game. We are James, Henry, and Lewis. And goodbye or good night. Bye. Bye.